0: Welcome to the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast, bringing you weekly discussions designed to help you grow your business and create the lifestyle you desire. Elevate your business with proven strategies from CPAs and business advisors. We discuss real-world challenges solved with actionable steps that get you real results, both in business and building the life you desire. Thank you for joining us for number 82 of the Cultivating Business Growth podcast, brought to you by PJS and Co-CPAs. Today, we are talking about a platform that can help contractors and others in the construction industry to save time and money while becoming more productive. In order to tackle this topic, I would like to welcome, first off, my expert VCFO in the construction industry and co-host, Katina Peters. Hi, Megan. How are you doing today? Oh, good. Hectic, busy, as always.
1: (laughs) Such is life uh, these days. I think all the the life changes, especially, uh, keep us on our toes here lately.
0: Yep. Keeps life interesting. So that's good. And we are also welcoming back a return guest. You may remember him from episode number 49 when we discussed being a visionary. He is an entrepreneur, advisor, CEP, and co-founder of Yard's. It is fitting that we're welcoming him back on the show for the construction series because of his background in construction and entrepreneurship. As CEO of Yards, one of the premier technology platforms to help construction companies manage their owned and rented assets, he brings a high business aptitude mixed with a passion-driven culture. Welcome back to the show, Jason Perez.
2: Thank you very much, Megan. I feel so special every time you introduce me. I feel like I'm getting smarter, and uh, bigger and stronger. And I'm just going to live forever now.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) We'll just keep adding to your bio and your intro every time we have you back on and
2: (laughs) build it up. That's right. Well, I I appreciate it. So I just need to, every time that I guess I start feeling down, I'll just make sure we schedule a podcast so you can talk me back up.
0: (laughs) A little confidence booster, get it scheduled on the calendar. That's right. I think that's good. I
1: think we always uh, kind of do that. Like we we don't look back at all the things we've accomplished. So sometimes it's a good reminder, especially when somebody else has uh, told it to us.
0: Yeah. So we're excited to talk about this software today, Jason. And before we dig into what it does or what it's about, I wanted to highlight one of the benefits that I saw on the website as I was looking. You have some pretty impressive testimonials. And one of them, it, I just want to read the short one that I saw. Joe, who's the VP of a national utility contractor, says, I saved $20,000 in equipment called off in the first month. In the first month. <laughs> it's a game changer. No more forgotten equipment.
2: Yeah. Yeah. $20,000 is, is pretty significant for using a product for the first month, right? Especially when I think his account, it was $199 uh, a month is what he's, he's paying, right. right? So the ROI was pretty instantaneous. But, you know, the reality is it wasn't that we did something remarkably crazy. What we did was just make it easier for him to see the things that he was renting, right? And it didn't matter who he was renting it from. It just brought it all into one place. And then it provided summaries and alerts to his team going, hey, do you still need this, right? And so what you end up with is instead of those pieces of equipment that you see sitting on the side of the road, or a piece of equipment that you drive by on a job site and it's been sitting there for 2 months and you're going, "Man, are they ever going to use that?" He called them off. Right? He's not paying for things just sitting out in the field. And so, you know, just by giving simple visibility, it was it was transformational to them as a as a company and um and it was a big deal to their bottom line.
0: That's fantastic. And that's one of the main reasons that we wanted to invite you back on. To really highlight what this program can do for the construction industry, since we're focusing on this for the next couple episodes. So I know that both you and Katina have a massive background in this industry and you've worked together for a while. So Katina, I'm going to pass it off to you to discuss that for a bit.
1: Yeah, I thought Jason, maybe we should just kind of give everybody a little bit of a background, you know, on kind of how yards came to be, your background in construction, and um, just just generally how you felt like this would be a really good solution for the people out there in the field.
2: Right. Well, to give some background to the listeners, I'm not a tech guy whatsoever. You know, I've I've never had Facebook or, or any of those things. I'm not the guy that you call to hook up all your speakers in your car. Or in your home. Like, I'm not that guy. I can frame out some walls. I can dig some holes. You know, I'm, I'm a construction guy. And my father was an electrical uh, contractor. So I started in, you know, crawling attics when we were doing residential stuff. And then he grew into a small commercial. But I, I grew, up, grew up around the industry. And, you know, as I did, you know, I, I actually kind of resisted from getting into the industry uh, as I graduated college going, well, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Uh, and sure enough, I think God had a different plan for me. And my dad was like, no, you're working construction, buddy. So, uh, that's what I did. And I grew my way through, you know, well, starting as a laborer, superintendent, project manager, running a division of the Southeast for an international company, and then starting my own consulting firm, uh, focused on mission critical, which is like data centers and biotech and stuff. long story longer, I guess, uh, one of my neighbors in the rental industry, and we were sitting down just having a chat. And he said, you know, I rent out a lot of equipment, but sometimes we don't have it. So then I got to call some of my buddies at other companies, and I I help my customers find it. Um, And then they call me to call it off. And then they call me for this and that. But they're not even my piece of equipment. And so That really was the initial conversation that started with the problem. People rent equipment from a lot of different places, and they don't know where it's from. They don't know where it's at, right? And managing it all comes down to creating their own devices, which are spreadsheets, whiteboards. We walked into an office with sticky notes that were blue for one company, green for another company. You know, and if they fall and slide under the table, forget about it. I mean, you never rented it, and it might stay out there for a couple of years because accounting is just paying it every single month. So the problem was was really solved by walking into contractors' offices when we looked at it and said, how are you solving it today? And is there a better way to do it? And that's how Yards was, was birthed. We saw spreadsheets, we saw whiteboards, and we said that there's a better way. We can pull the data in, we can put it in one list so that when you sign on, your whiteboard's in your computer. And guess what? If you sign on at work. And then you sign on your phone and then you go on vacation and somebody else needs access or guess what? One project manager only needs one project, but, a uh, you know, executive needs all of them or manager needs all of them. There's such flexibility in, a, in, in the, you know, strategy of seeing what you need to see when you need to see it.
0: That's great. I, <laughs> I like the sticky note.
2: methodology it's 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 so true and i have seen it all and i promise you for the for the construction people out there anybody that says they've never forgotten a piece of equipment uh, well one they're probably a unicorn right so hold on to (laughs) them and keep them forever at your company Uh, but more than likely it has happened and i can tell you one of our customers told the story where they lost a piece of equipment on a roof uh, for 13 years, they, they did a job and yeah, they did a job. They installed the roof. They left the project. And then 13 years later, a storm hit really hard at this building. So there was some damage from a tree and things like that. They went up and they're like, oh, there's that generator that we didn't know what happened to it. (laughs) Right. Uh, uh, I mean, and, and there was another one actually, uh, last month. I, I, I love to tell the one about 13 years, but there's another one from last month. I was talking to a utility contractor, and he said that by the time they found one of uh, one of their pieces of equipment, there was actually a tree that was over a foot tall that had sprouted. You know, It was a pine tree that a you know, seed had fallen into the, the piece of equipment and, uh, or the bucket of the equipment, and it had grown a foot tall. I mean, you're talking, how do you lose something <laughs> wow. where trees are growing in it? So it's actually
0: becoming a part of nature at that point.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right.
0: (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So obviously this platform is allowing contractors, especially large ones, you know, when you get to a certain size, it does make it difficult to track all these things. And regardless of how you're tracking it, if it's more legitimate, like a spreadsheet, you know, (laughs) that's still open to human error and it's still difficult to track those things. So how does YARDS work? And can you tell us a, a few of the other goals and benefits? I know you said, obviously, automation and efficiency are, are two of those things. But tell us a little bit more about how it works.
2: Yeah, well, let's, let's start with what the mantra is over here at YARDS and, and how we started, right? Again, I started as a laborer. So when I looked at technology, and the first time I became a superintendent or assistant superintendent, I had to fill out stuff. I was like, man, I hate paperwork so the whole entire goal of yards and the goal of any technology especially in the construction industry should be to simplify first right when people look at things like uber or you know other technologies that are out there they don't use it because they make their lives harder they use it because of the convenience of it right i just want a car to pick me up because i had a few too many drinks, right? Or for whatever reason, I want a car to pick me up. I just want to go on my phone, hit a button, they're going to pick me up. Well, that's been our goal since day one. We've got to simplify it first. We've got to make it easy for people to use. And we got to make their day shorter. We've got to give them peace of mind at the end of it. And they've got to be able to simply see the things that matter. And so We've driven to that over and over again. When someone logs in, they know exactly what they need to focus on because there's an alert that says, hey, here's the four things you need to worry about today. And when the list is sent out, it's sent out to each team member with what's on their project, but it doesn't have everything else in the company, right? Um, On the own side, same idea with maintenance. When I go to my maintenance board to see what I need to get maintained, well, they're color coded, And so I can see red at the top orange is next, yellow is next, and if there's no color, it's probably not coming up for a while, right? But all these things awesome. should be really easy to see and get to and drive to, and it shouldn't take a genius to get through. And you know, one of the things that we stand behind is we have unlimited training. And the reason we do that is we know it only takes one time. So yeah, we offer unlimited training, but it's so easy. It's like, hey, you get the hammer, you hit the nail, Do you need more training than that, no, you're pretty good. All right, awesome. Well, if you need more training, Thank we're
0: you. here. <laughs> nice. Right. That's cool. So it's actually prioritizing things for you. That's right. You're not having to go through and figure out what's coming up next.
2: That that's, that's exactly right. So the automation in there is what allows for some of that efficiency outside of just aggregating the data. So there's two sides of yards, the rental side and the own side. On the rental side, We actually pulled the data from all the different rental companies and we landed in one place. So say you rent with the top, you know, five rental companies, and now you have to log into five different places to go, all right, here's my report for this company. Here's my report for that company. In Yards, you log into one place and you pull up one project and it doesn't matter who you rent it from. It's all on there, right? And what we call it, it's, you know, it's Yards magic. That's what it is. And everybody goes, how do you do that? It's like, well, it's magic. And if it was easy, everybody would be doing it, but they're not, <laughs> right? Yep. Um, yep. So, so on the rental side, we pull that data in. We streamline the process. We even give people the ability to send out requests if they want to do it through yards. But from, some of our bigger customers that have you know over two thousand employees, we have a, a customer we're in contract negotiations with right now that has 280 companies under them. Each one of those companies want to use the the product differently. And our system has matched the behavior and workflow of the people. And anybody that's in construction understands that construction people really want control of how they do things. They care about that a lot. I don't want to change who I do business with. I don't want to change how I do that business. But if you can get me the information to make my life easier, then I might use your product. And, and that's what we've right. done. You want to pick up the phone and call your people to rent? Great. Do that because we're just pulling the data, right? You want to use the system to get quotes? Do that. You can do that. You can use it either way because the flexibility is in how the software was developed. Or I shouldn't say software because I hate that word. Technology was developed.
1: Nice, nice. And looking, at, you know, and just understanding, obviously, more about how the system works and whatnot. I know that maybe you can give us a little taste of some of the types of. I know you mentioned the maintenance, but some of the other types of reports that you can get. I think there's also uh, reminders and and uh, notifications and stuff that come out of the system. Can you give us a couple little taste yeah. of uh, some of the bells and whistles you got going there?
2: Yeah. So. On the automation side of of reporting, we do send out, you know, the rental world understands these as on-rent report. Um, But for us, since we're doing tools uh, that are owned, we're doing equipment that are owned, and we're doing rentals all in one place, then this report comes out and we call them project summaries. And that has everything that's rented, everything that's owned, tool or equipment, doesn't matter. It's all in one place. Some people are putting cell phones and computers when they set up a job site trailer. They're going, you know, I really don't rent a lot of equipment or I really don't own a lot of equipment. And then we start talking to them. We go, OK, well, how many projects do you have going on? Well, 20. OK, do you have a printer and computers and tables and chairs and this, that and the other all out there? Like, uh, yeah. Okay, do You have generators, pressure water, you know, and then all of a sudden the list turns into 200 or 300 or 400 items. And they're kind of blown away at what they're not tracking. And because we don't charge per asset, uh, they can load unlimited number of assets in there. So those are the project summaries. On the rental side, you know that cost savings that you mentioned initially, Megan, about the $20,000 dollars saved, it wasn't just visibility. But on the last day of rental, if I said I wanted to rent something for three weeks or three months, doesn't matter. When it reaches that last date, you're going to get an alert to your email. That says today's the last day you're supposed to have this. Do you want to call it off? And a call off just means, hey, I'm I'm notifying the equipment company that I don't need this anymore, right? So because you're getting that, you're never forgetting. In addition to that to that alert email that goes out to the project team and goes out to the you know equipment manager, you have a banner that alerts you when you log in. You also have a uh, overdue uh, widget that pops up and says, hey, you have you know, six overdue, whatever it might be. I mean, there's multiple ways that we account for that. Uh, when you start talking about on the own side with tool checkout, we took a very, very unique approach to tool checkout. Most people go, I'm assigning this to a person. They're responsible for it. And I guess we'll take inventory in a year from now. And it's like, well, how does that help you not lose it? All you know now is who lost it but it didn't help you not lose it, right? And what we're trying to do is change behavior. We're trying to save money, right? I mean, from, you know, from an accountant standpoint, you wanna see more going to the bottom line, right? And if software's not paying for itself, then there's an issue. And if technology is not paying for itself, there's an issue. And so for us, we develop technology that really changes behavior And pays for itself. When it comes to tool checkout, you're gonna sign it to a person. They're gonna get a receipt saying that they checked it out. And then on a weekly basis, they get an email. It's very simple. Do you still have it or not? Right. All they have to do is click that. They open the email, click a button, say, "I still have it." Now you're back at the office and you have a board, right, that lists everything that's been checked out. And you're gonna see everything that's confirmed. And if it's not confirmed, now you know where to focus. Hey, I noticed that uh, you didn't confirm that plate temp or that laser uh, level or whatever it might be that you've checked out to someone. Drills, right? I noticed you didn't, you didn't verify that. Now on a weekly basis, not only are you taking a real-time inventory, it's, you're spreading the responsibility out. You don't have to do all the work. You don't have to call everybody. They're just clicking on an email that takes them five seconds. You have full accountability in one place, and most importantly, you're changing behavior because if they forgot that piece of equipment or tool in the last week, guess what? Now they can remember in the last five days. But if you ask them three months from now where they lost it, they have no idea. I mean, none of us would. I barely even know where my keys are in the morning. (laughs)
1: yeah yeah no I was thinking I as you were talking about that I was like I love the frequency of that because yeah you just you know the more time that passes on anything in just like with you know our accounting or KPIs or whatever you know if you're doing it very timely you just have a better recollection of what was going on what the situation was or maybe if you did lose it or leave it at the job you know you have the opportunity to go back and, and obtain it before it disappears or what have you so uh, definitely can see that that would be very helpful and useful for sure.
2: Yeah, it it's it's been extremely useful and and what we find with yards is you know one we didn't architect it. Every single customer that we have on has really contributed something to make it what it is today. Right, the tool checkout. I wish I was smart enough to say, you know. We mapped this out day one and we knew how awesome it was going to be. I'm not that smart. We had people that said, I need this. And we're willing to listen. We sat down, we whiteboarded, you know, we spent a lot of time with them just laying everything out. And then we said, okay, let's build it and let's test it and let's see if people like it. And sure enough, when you listen to people um, and then you build it, somehow they end up liking it, you know? I don't think it's rocket science, but apparently a lot of people don't listen to people and then build what they want, <laughs> not what the customer right. wants.
0: Yeah, it seems to be an issue out there. That collaboration is a, a big deal to people. It actually matters when you listen. Shocking.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's, um, <laughs> so- but it's, it's paramount. It's paramount to to the construction industry because, again, they want control. They don't like big change, and you better make their life easier, not harder.
0: Right. No, that totally makes sense. So I'm going to switch gears a little bit on everybody here. And um, I want to talk a little bit about something that a lot of us have been seeing in the news, uh, this infrastructure bill. And we've all been seeing how it's going to impact a lot of different areas. But I wanted to get your insight on how you think it will be impacting the construction industry?
2: Well, there's, there's definitely gonna be a surge um, on that infrastructure side. And we have a lot of utility contractors that use our product because of the logistics management that we have, um, as well as you know just tracking and trying to figure out. But when they're scheduling drivers and trying to get things to remote locations and trying to understand you know, and minimize what they own versus what they're renting, I think what we're gonna see here is there's, you know, there's definitely going to be a surge in these heavy, heavy equipment-type projects, right? Where when you look at a skyrise rise, uh, you have this huge tower crane, maybe multiple, right? But there's only so much equipment you're putting on that project. Um, but when you start looking at road work, right, utility-type work, all these involve a tremendous amount of equipment and heavy, you know, what we call yellow iron type equipment. And so, you know, contractors are going to have to make a choice. Do I buy it? Do I rent it? And how do I minimize my exposure? Because I don't want to overexpose either getting into this boom, buying a bunch of equipment, and then ending up with all these liabilities on my book either. So there's going to be a dance around, you know, what people buy and what they rent and how they make those decisions and how do you minimize the exposure one way or the other right and how do I take advantage of the opportunity to maybe pay for some of this equipment that you know maybe I need new because I've reached the end of life cycle on my my stuff that I bought previously so it's going to it's going to be an interesting time especially within the equipment world I mean the rental side has seen some massive gains uh, in the last four or five years. Obviously, there was a little bit of a dip for everybody in 2020. Not everybody experienced that, but some did. But everybody's raging again here in 2021. So I don't think it's going to slow down. I think equipment rental is going to get bigger and bigger for the next three to five years. And that one only makes managing it more valuable. Because margins aren't that big in construction, and when we're saving our customers ten to thirty percent in overall rental costs, you got to think about that. We surveyed our customers, and they said, "Well, normally we spend X amount of money a year uh, based on our volume, and what we're seeing now is we're we're spending at least ten percent less." So if you rent a million dollars and you save hundred thousand dollars in rentals, and it's not because you're driving down price, it's just because You're not using it longer than you need it, right? And nobody should have problems with saying, you know, if I don't need it, I don't want to pay for it anymore. I think that should be an easy business decision.
0: Totally. Yeah. And that leads us really well into another testimonial that I saw on your site that I wanted to kind of wraps, puts a bow on it, on that statement. Um, Jesse from DPR Construction said, I have seen the real savings and can't imagine ever going back to the old way. I feel in control of my rentals. So simple, so powerful.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's, that's a common theme that we hear from all our customers. It's, it's real savings and they can't imagine. I think we've tried so hard on our website and we've failed over and over and over again. Communicate what we do. We just do, we fail every time. And it seems like every time we do a demo, they say, gosh, that's not what I imagined. This is totally different than I thought. This is so much better, this is so (laughs) awesome. Oh my goodness, I gotta get my boss on a demo. I gotta do, you know, they get so excited and I say, Man, is there any way to get them just as excited when they get on our website? Because clearly we're not communicating it. People can't imagine what yards is like, and then once they're on it, they go, "Gosh, how was I surviving before?" You know, I can't imagine <laughs> ever going back. It's 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 a pretty powerful well, thing. Well, I think it's it really is.
1: I think it's such a shift in what everyone has been doing like you said you know the spreadsheets the whiteboards the sticky notes so whatever the case may be I think it's it's hard to really communicate that to people unless they're you know looking at it and and seeing it and you know those kinds of things because it's just it's not something like oh well I already kind of know what that is and it's a different spin on it or something like that it's just a, a true change in the technology and a change in the direction for this industry uh, to be able to have these kinds of tracking tools. And like you said, in a really simple fashion, that's easy to use. And just like you said, overall changes the mindset going into how things are handled in that area. So I can see where that would be maybe challenging to communicate, you know, in writing on a website, because it's just Kind of beyond, you know, being able to just explain it in writing. It's like here, I have to really just show you. You just have to see it <laughs> to to get it. So yeah.
2: when when it's never been done, right? People go, I don't understand. You know, you, you, just to bring up Uber again. Right. um Not that I'm, you know, a fan or not a fan of Uber. Just just because they're an easy way to you know, easy reference point for people to, to hear. If you told people, hey, we're gonna have uh, ride shares, right? Carpools. And people are just going to pick up people randomly all over the place and take them to their home. And by the way, you know, when you've been drinking all night, you're going to feel comfortable enough to get in a stranger's car. You're going to go, yeah, this would never work. Whoever thought about this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. But then all of a sudden in practicality, you're like, okay, I guess I guess this does work, right? Um, mm-hmm. It's it's same idea with with yards. I think a lot of people don't, understand what it is and they don't understand the benefits until they get on and they see it in the demo and they go wow i've needed this my whole life and i didn't even know that i needed it or you know i thought my spreadsheet was really efficient but it's not and and the point you know as contractors at the end of the day you know we're all craftsmen you know, our, our job is to build something and to build it well, you know, so that's our focus. When it comes to where our pieces of equipment and when do they need to be maintained and is it rented? Is it owned? When should I call it off? And all those things, those are kind of just ancillary things that are weighted on our mind, right? Because our first job is to build something and to build it well. That's our first job. But when these ancillary things start costing us money um, and eating away at our margins, and we can't tell anybody how much of an impact it is, then there's an issue, right? If we can't say this is how much we lost in rentals, there's an issue. You've got to be able to know that. Or you know, here's how much we lost out of our warehouse, right? We had one customer didn't know how much they had necessarily been losing out of the warehouse, right? They had a general idea, but not great. Then they start using the product and and it's easy to track now. They know exactly how many things went out and never came back. And they can start to pinpoint where that bleeding is, is occurring and make some business decisions uh, around it. And and keep in mind, you know, with our product, again, it starts at $199 a month. Unlimited projects right? Unlimited assets, you got maintenance, logistics, you got tool checkout, you've got the rentals, you got everything in one place for $199 a month. And that's why, you know, we've, we've done so well, because, you know, technology shouldn't have to be super expensive either. It shouldn't be a nightmare to go in and and say, Oh, man, well, yeah, I'm gonna have to build this into a 10 year budget and, you know, amortize it and do this. And I mean, like, it shouldn't be like that. It should be as easy as signing up, putting in a credit card and going, I'm going to test this out. See see if I like it. Right. And it should instantly let you go to sleep better at night and give you some type of savings. It should.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It helps the uh, you know, like you're saying. I, you know, I was just thinking about, you know, you, like you said, the, the first priority and the job is to, to build something to build it well. And I think the more that we can leverage technology and leverage things to, to just deal with the nuances of business and the things that have to be handled and allow ourselves and our people to focus on our our primary responsibilities. We're going to get much better products, we're going to get things done much more efficiently, um, etc. So I think it just kind of can help tie in the whole situation, bringing systems into every part of your business and having that strategic approach to things. It's amazing just kind of the domino effect it has overall on the business and its ability to grow and to uh, live up to you know what it wants to accomplish.
2: Yeah, and technology is a cultural thing. It really is. You know, when you bring technology into a company, you're saying, you know what, guys, we're adopting something because we value your time. We think there's a better way of doing things, and we don't want you just filling out spreadsheets all the time, right? We value your mind more than you just doing data entry. And that's a cultural shift, right? It's also a cultural shift because it's, it's saying, you know, we as a company want to continue to grow. You know, we want to continue to look at new ways to be better. Um, we're not just going to be stubborn about what we're doing and how we're doing, right? We're going to look at ways to become better as a company. And when you say that, you know, it really does trickle down. It's not just about technology, it's about, you know, laying that pipe better or, you know, grading better, or, you know, laying concrete, or, you know, welding at at a different standard, right? Whatever it might be, it's a theme all the way through. And in in addition to culture, it's a strategy, right? It's, you know, we're not going to be left behind. And we're going to make sure that we're leading here as a company so that we can save money and we can win more projects right? Because when, when you know that you can drive down costs, that means you might be able to win more projects, Right, you know? So it's a business strategy as well around the technology.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Jason, if we have some listeners who are interested in taking advantage of that free demo and seeing what YARDS could do for them, how do they do that? Where do they go?
2: Perfect. So you can go to our website. Uh, it is www.yards which is y-a-r-d-z.com or feel free to email me at jason j-a-s-o-n at yards.com on the website there's a demo button right there you can schedule direct and you know feel free to reach out to me direct because i love meeting new people i love working with customers understanding their problem what are they trying to solve uh, and keep in mind, you know, we have customers everywhere from, you know, small contractors that maybe own about twenty pieces of equipment, or rent around ten pieces of equipment a month, all the way up to you know, four point five billion dollar revenue type customers, right? So, uh, and and some that rent sixty million a year. So we we kind of have found that simplicity doesn't matter how big or small you are, it's going to apply, right? Big companies want something simple, little companies want something simple. And as long as you make it financially viable for them, and, and really provide benefit on day one, to where, you know, they feel like they can go home earlier. It's a win for everybody. Awesome.
0: Well, thanks so much, Jason, for joining us again and giving us some insight into how yards can help contractors and other construction companies. I, I learned a lot and I appreciate Katina, your input as well, as far as, you know, and look into how it can help with growth and profitability and, and those types of things too. So go out, get your demo, go out, find a VCFO, call us, we can work together to help you grow your business
1: and uh, we will also add i know oh i know megan usually adds this but uh don't forget we will have in the show notes links to everything too so if you um you know you're driving you're walking maybe listening to this don't have a place to write stuff down you can always uh, jump on our website go to the show notes and you'll be able to make a link there uh to the software site too
0: yes thank you katina the show notes for this episode can be found at pjscpas.com forward slash82.
2: Well, thank you for having me on a second time. I appreciate it. Um, it was fantastic talking. My experience with you guys uh, continues to be amazing. And Katina, everything she's done for uh, every company I've ever owned has been fantastic. So, thank you again for the time, and thank you for tackling construction. It's not a, it's not an easy topic to, to run after.
0: We're happy to do it. Keep that momentum going, and we will see you next time. This has been another episode of the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please subscribe, rate, and review. Gain access to additional free resources and learning opportunities by visiting pjscpas.com forward slash podcast.